Good morning to all you gentlemen, ladies, and non-binary hosts. I think I said that right. I did. Who cares? You, you Welcome, did. To the- <laughs> Welcome to the Excuse Me Brother podcast. I am the host for now. The one, the only, Brother Tay. Don't you do it, boy. Don't you do it. You're Follow. Talking, talking to me? No, I'm talking to the dog. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I didn't do anything. No, I was going to do with you. As a fair warning, I have been drinking whiskey, so let's go. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> it might, it might be an interesting episode. Nah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I'm home. We're home. We're home recording. It's gonna be great. <laughs> gonna be good. How how you been, Tay? What, I'm how's life treating you? It's been great. You didn't introduce yourself, but you. Oh know yeah, yeah, fine. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been a few weeks, but I'm producer Jay. But any yeah. any new listeners, they don't know who I am. So yeah, I, it's not even about like you didn't. It's not like just to be mean. I was like, it's like you should just introduce yourself just to me. You're right. Sure. You're right. You got it. You got it. Yeah, but no, to, it's been very good since the last time we talked. You know, I'm a new driver now. Got my license. Hey. I then finally decided to take the test. Been having my permit for about a decade now. It's liberating. It's liberating. I gotta start. I'm gonna start trying to save up. I met my family talking about maybe getting a car, so I was, maybe I might get a car soon. I was gonna ask you, like, what what are your plans on that? My plans right now is because I live in New York City, is to not care about it. Honestly, well, that's very true. You're very <laughs> well. I was gonna say you're very fortunate that you live in New York City, but oh, absolutely, it, it's. But when you think about it, it's like with all the issues with the MTA. Uh, even just today, like I freaking I got home around s- almost seven o'clock because the oh. MTA just decided not to run express trains going uptown. <laughs> I don't know. I got home at seven thirty. Oh uh, well. <laughs> well, you have a longer commute, so that's a little bit uh, worse. Uh, that's fine. I you, the yeah. I'm fortunate enough that I do. I'm fortunate that I live in the city where like I don't have to worry about driving everywhere and stuff like that. Right. But still, there's sometimes you wanna just. I'm so I. I want you to know. So, as a fun fact, I am as because we're home. We're recording this from homes from our homes. Mm-hmm. I and I have the football game that's on because we're recording this on a Thursday. It is. I'm gonna. We're gonna timestamp this. It is the Chief versus the Chargers. Mm-hmm. On my TV, this man just made the most beautiful one-handed catch that I we I have to say it. <laughs> you just had to call it out. I my like I'm so serious. He had a dude on his on his like he caught it with his left hand because the guy was on his right body. That's how amazing this catch was. <laughs> oh damn! That's gonna I mean, be a highlight for the next two weeks. But I'm just I'm just saying that was that literally threw me off. That might have made me sober. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Better take a few uh, sips yeah, to make like, up well, for it. Uh, probably. I do have to work tomorrow, but we'll do good. Oh, well. Yeah, maybe not. It's, then. Th- it's that type of thing. It's like sometimes sports entertainment will just get you like that. Speaking of sports entertainment, right? Ah, there you go. Tonight's oh, topic is professional wrestling. So, Tay, tell me, what is your extent or what is to what extent is your knowledge of professional wrestling? Uh, my extent as I'm not 
So I'm not as big a fan as you, Mr. Producer Jay, and as Brother Jay. But I, because I stopped watching, I stopped, I was, I watched it until like I hit like 13, maybe. Right. And then I stopped for a while. And then recently I've gotten myself back into it. Like how much back into it? I now know most of I now know most of the wrestlers and a lot of the news that goes on. Then like I know a lot more than I did before when I was younger when I was getting into it. Uh-huh. So what- I, like, before when I was younger, like you know when you're younger you believe everything is real when you're when they tell you like like wrestling is like well, like the first thing you hear is like, Oh no, wrestling's fake and then you're like, No, wrestling's scripted. The pain yeah. is real. <laughs> you have no idea how many like arguments as a kid i got into over that i was like i i i think i when i started watching i think when i hit like 12 i realized that wrestling is just pretty much men soap operas yeah with violence. exactly that's pretty much what it is i mean there's a <laughs> um a meme that people call it redneck anime <laughs> <laughs> and i was like that's pretty funny but no a uh, male soap opera is pretty much uh, it's nail a, on the head. Yeah, it's men. It's men soap opera because like sometimes you'll watch it, be like, okay, clearly it's gone because you everyone knows like it's written. The storylines are written out. Yeah, but like the violence is the violence is real, and then like and you always get a sometimes you get a good twist every now and then. You're like, what? It's that one was those, it's, it's one of those things where you have to like with any show suspend your disbelief. Because obviously, there's not a freaking zombie, undead guy named The Undertaker wrestling <laughs> uh, a freaking, I don't know, a, a, a freaking a redneck who, who drinks beer. Like, that's that's not realistic. But a lot of the shows you watch are not realistic. You just know it's a show. You, you sub- yeah, subvert your expectations and... You're, you set yourself or your mind in that world so it yeah. makes it believable for that yeah, have, time span. Yeah, you have to have the suspend. You have to suspend your belief for reality to fully enjoy it. Because like, if you want to, like, if you start to put like reality, if you start thinking too realistic about it, then it's not fun. Yeah, then that's like, that's an issue now with the current product is that they try to make it sometimes too realistic to the point where it's like okay i mean i get what you're trying to do but it it's not working because i know it's not real yeah sometimes like if if you get people that like are fully dedicated to the craft like of acting it out it it does great stuff yeah like this is this is like as a child i fully believed it but now as an adult when i see it now like I know what it is, and then some of these guys are like really entertaining. Like some of these guys I watch are like, "Damn, this is really entertaining." And that's what it boils down to. It's it's entertainment. Like that's why you watch it. You don't watch it because you actually want to see people fight. I mean, maybe you do, but there's other stuff for that. There's <laughs> boxing. There's MMA. Like there's there's other formats that you can get into. But but that's what I meant that they're trying to make it more like those other things. When no, it's wrestling is its own thing. You can't. I mean, you yeah, can, you, you could try, but it's it's deep rooted in the fact that it's fake. So you know not yeah. to expect certain things or to expect certain things, but that's what makes it fun. Yeah. So like, it's like to enjoy, like to enjoy it. Like I'm not gonna complain. Like you gotta enjoy shows for what they are. 
it's the same thing like for those oh uh as a good example um the show i'm trying to think of the uh there's a show on hulu what we do in the dark i think is the full title i'm not too sure that's the correct title Mm-hmm. But that's the title, and it's just pretty much like it's vampires that's living in time, living in New York City, right? Clearly, we all and like they are their own, they're their dumb selves. It's like a thing on Hulu and uh, F, uh, FX, right? Like, you clearly know the show isn't real, but like they have like a fake camera and everything. It's like it's supposed to look like a, it's supposed to look like a, oh, what's the word? It starts with a D. Um. Oh wow. Uh. Duh, 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 duh. Oh wow. I really forgot what it's called. Demonstration? No. No. I was thinking it's like it's like the it's like diploma, but like the film. Like when you're like it's like a recording of things. Oh, documentary. Documentary. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not gonna uh, the word. I'm not gonna lie to you. I knew how to spell it and everything, but to pronounce it was just gone from my brain. <laughs> It happens. I was going to say document and then add tree to it. I was like, but that's not correct. <laughs> Documentary. Yeah. I was like, but, I was like, but that was that a bit terribly incorrect. But like, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's filmed like a documentary, like The Office. It's filmed like The Office, like a documentary. Right. Yeah. But you know, this thing is not real. Right. Fake. That's just the format. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta enjoy it. So, when you were watching, at, like, in the beginning, when you were younger, what yeah. was what was the thing that you remember most? Like, what was oh. going on around the time that you were watching? Alright, when I was watching at the time, the time I remember fully. Right. So, when I remember fully, when I was really, like, every week, every, yeah. every like, Monday, Tuesday, or Friday, it was definitely, it was the start. Like, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock were just leaving. So, like, I had, oh. like, I had, I had John Cena. The start, this is the start of John Cena. Like, the start oh, of the, wow. okay. the, start of the doc, uh, uh, Dr. Dugonomics thing when he was yeah. rapping every day. Right. This was before, like, Evolution, Randy Orton, Triple H, Batista. That like, was, well, no, that was around the time. It well, was a little bit before, but. Yeah, like, I I got the introduction of them because I I wasn't oh, like really right at the of, start. Yeah, I wasn't really a fan of Raw. I was more of a SmackDown person, so I was Same. like, I, I had like I you know holla 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 tell you long, <laughs> my favorite thing. <laughs> so it was like JBL. Like I remember him like him becoming JBL. Like I got his first runs with that. John Cena starting, uh, Booker T. The Undertaker was on there a lot too. Then yeah, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, Rey Mysterio! Rey Mysterio was one of my favorite people. I love his theme song. Yeah, no, I, see, that's and it's it's funny you say that SmackDown was your show. SmackDown was a lot of people's shows, mostly because, um, when it was uh the time slot, I think it was on Thursday at first. The mm-hmm. time slot it was from eight to. Um, eight ten. to ten, and because it, it was two hours, yeah. so that specifically for me, I was able to watch that fully. Whereas with Raw, it started it was eleven, and I couldn't really. Yeah, it started at it. nine, so I was like, I can only watch one hour. So yeah, ten was when my parents were on me too. They're like, you should be in bed. Exactly, that's exactly like, what it was. But not only that, but I, I'm if I remember correctly, SmackDown was available on more cable and like it was available 
to more TVs or to more homes than Raw was at the time. Yeah, because so I, uh, at the time, Raw was like Spike TV. Yeah. Uh, and, and then going like to TBS and US, when TBS stuff, uh, TNT. TNT. So it was like Spike and TNT. And, but SmackDown was Fox, just five, the Fire Channel. What's so it on Fox? Just, no, that, it was, it was a UPN. Oh, it was one of those. Like it, it was, was one, one of the TV basic ch- cable challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So like I can never really forget it, but like I'm I ha- I was like I was privileged enough to have like cable like that. Yeah. So like, I was able to have Spike TV and TNT. So like I was able I'd like I was able to watch Raw from time to time, but like if you I couldn't really remember it like that. Like I remember SmackDown fully, like with the the giant punch coming through and everything. Yeah, I the fist. That. <laughs> like I don't remember, I don't remember Raw until like I forgot. I think when they changed, when I started getting the video games of SmackDown versus Raw, and I think yeah. it was a 2008 maybe when they changed their song to "Proper Roach, I Want to Be Loved." Oh man! But that that's, when, like, <laughs> yeah, that's when like yeah, that's when like I'm speaking of young, but that's that's when like young Randy Orton, Batista, and all the other stuff. Yeah. It was it was funny because I didn't, I wasn't able to watch Raw because for whatever reason, I so I had, um, I had the bootleg cable, the black box. You know about that? Yes. The the black box with the red letters in front. I had that. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. So so for whatever I don't I, to this day I never knew why, but for whatever reason, I could watch SmackDown perfectly, but with Raw. It would like cut in and out. It would be staticky. It would be like pixelated. I don't know what was going on, but for whatever reason, I could not watch Raw. So I would literally get like physically upset when they did the draft and people would go from SmackDown to Raw that I liked. And I was like, <laughs> why? I can't. I literally cannot watch you now. <laughs> and I would get upset about it. But um, so. Around the time when, so all right, so then when, when did you stop watching? Like when did you like kind of teeter off? I don't remember. I can't tell you when when exactly. I think it was kind of like I don't remember when I really took a break fully, but I think it's like it was at a certain time when like everyone, like all of the people I was growing up watching were kind of leaving that were older enough. Yeah. So like Undertaker stopped showing up too much. John Cena. John Cena was still coming by every other week, but I was like, I'm tired of seeing John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last thing. So I think I stopped. The last period I remember is stable wise. I'm when was when uh Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase came into it. Ah. Uh, so like okay. the American Dream and the Million Dollar Man when they had their team together. Right. And like I think the last one I watched before I started getting back into it was like. They had broken. They had just. They were a legacy, and they had just broken off from Randy Orton. Okay. Realizing that he was using him for like the years on time. Yeah, that was. That's, that's around the time I stopped watching as well. So, I want to say. So, all right. So, when like I started, I was watching regularly, mostly SmackDown, and then um, I moved over to Raw because that's when John Cena got drafted to Raw. Hmm. So he came there, and I at the time I was a huge John Cena fan. So I for and then around that time, my parents upgraded to like actual cable, <laughs> so I was able to watch Raw without any hiccups. So then I kind of just like migrated to Raw, and I didn't really pay attention to SmackDown. But um, yeah. 
Yeah, no, around the same time that you said is when I kind of dropped off because it was just getting to the point where I just didn't care. It yeah, was the same kinda, things, and I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, for yeah, kind of just kind of felt like competitive. I was like, no, I'm kind of just done with this. Yeah, and then it's like the same thing, like with John Cena constantly winning all the time, and it was a, <laughs> it's like okay, I want I want to see somebody new, but I mean, I like John Cena, but you know, I need a break. And I mi- I missed that, that whole thing. Yeah, but that that, that went on for almost a decade. <laughs> it's like yeah. it went on for a very long time, and I was in and out. Um, I would I would see glimpses of stuff because people would be like, "Oh, did you see that?" Because I have friends that would watch it, so I would get glimpses. They'd be like, "Oh, I remember the last the most the last most memorable thing I seen." Jesus Christ, what's wrong with my words today? <laughs> The last memorable thing I saw was like the invasion of the NXT of the Nexus, right? The first NXT. So, so that was like the that was like the first thing, and then like the last thing I remember was like them bringing back uh at the time is Daniel Bryan. They brought him back to be part of Team Cena. Yeah, you know what's um, crazy? That that's actually when I started watching again. Yeah, so they brought that. I remember seeing that. Like those are some of the memorable moments, and then like I missed all the other things like. CM Punk's like pipe bomb. CM Punk's whole thing I missed completely. Oh man, I missed the I missed the yes movement and Team Hell No. I didn't. I really was paying attention then. Yeah, I just knew of it. I just knew of it at the time. Yeah, no, I want to say so. I got back into it around that time with the Nexus because I I remember hearing about it and I was like, yo, what the hell just happened? So then, like, actually, that's when I actually got into podcasts. Ironically enough. Um, I was just looking for any information online because like I didn't I didn't I wasn't watching so I heard about what happened so I started looking up and I just saw like a link to a wrestling podcast and I just started listening and then you know the rest is history but (laughs) from then I want to say until maybe like 2017 maybe that's being a little bit generous maybe like 2016 (laughs) <laughs> i feel like because that was like in 2013 so like that three-year period i want to say was like peak wrestling for me okay because like that was when uh the rock came back and cm punk had his whole pipe bomb thing like you yeah. said daniel bryan had his rise we got new teams like the wyatt family and um the yeah. shield had debuted like all of this stuff like was just happening in in such a short amount of time that it, it felt ah. like a real like boom period, and I was listening to podcasts, so I was getting more invested in, in like the backstage aspect of it because I never really cared about that stuff before. And then once I heard people talking about it, then it became more uh, interesting to me. And yeah. a lot of the backstage stuff is is crazy. Like if if you di- oh. deep dive into it, I mean, I'm you've seen the group chat where we go and like talk about stuff that's going on backstage. Who's getting fired? Who's getting jumping to another show? Blah blah. It's I mean, it's really cool and it's fun. Y'all be going at it like for a long. Y'all be going at it sometimes. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's really interesting. So I mean, so just to. Uh, to tangent off speaking of like backstage stuff um you know about the whole recent thing with cm punk right i am Have fully you aware of it you're aware of it do you know like uh, to what extent i for i so i looked up the skirmish i looked up what led to it his uh little press conference right 
that everyone's now like saying was like planned. Apparently now like the thing was like planned, like not the full thing, but him CM Punk plans to go on that giant rant. Right, he talks shit about everybody. Yeah, because they, I actually watched it back, and he was talking about the whole thing with uh, Colt Cabana, where Which... he he was going into his own thing, but apparently he was never even asked about Colt Cabana. He just used no. it as an excuse to talk about it, and literally, I'm just like, he's... yo, that's crazy. He literally saw so the like he saw a person that's like. Who he saw a reporter that he knew that also like had reported with Coca Man and like had interviews with him. Right. So once he just saw he picked out that person and he went on that rant. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So and then like up like if you're gonna go on a rant and call people dumbasses and stupid, not only especially just, who you work for them, like it's yeah, your you know, higher ups, your bosses. <laughs> Yeah, like they're not like just regular. Like they're they're part of the wrestling thing. Like they wrestle with you, but they are vice presidents. Yeah, they're executives. Like you can't just call people. You can't call executive dumbasses and not expect something to come back to it in public. Right. But like, you could do it privately. That's like privately. Anyone, everyone calls their like supervisors dumbasses from time to time. Yeah, it's just the way people are. Like sometimes your supervisor just does things, and you're just like, I fucking hate. I, I hate the supervisor. He's a dumbass. But, like, that's you talking to your friend. If you're going to go on, like, national TV and do it, you have to expect consequences. Yeah. And what what gets me is the fact that, like, I, I used to love CM Punk. Like, he was one of my favorites when he, when he became popular. Like, I feel like n- he could do nothing wrong. And then with the whole thing what happened where he left and it was, like, a whole controversy and, like, or he walked out and... Like everybody had his back. Well, I'm most people had his. Most back. people had his back, but there were yeah. a lot of stories. There's a lot of stories of like, nah, he's a jerk, and this and this and that. Yeah. So but like, I, like I, I heard those stories too, but it's like I didn't want to believe it because I felt bad for him. I felt like he was given a, a bad hand, and he was that that podcast that he actually did where he like to- said everything that happened. I was really like eye opening, and I was just like, "Yo, that's some fucked up shit that he had to go through." And I had some sympathy for him because anybody who would go through that, even in a regular place, not just like professional wrestling, but anyone, anyone going through that, like that's that's fucked up. Now, there are some things that look. The wrestling world is little is always weird. It is. There's some. There's they got a lot of weird rules and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of weirdness, and honestly, Vince McMahon was the weirdest of them all. <laughs> well, yeah that that's a whole freaking can of worms. That whole thing, I that whole story about his secret uh, sex capades, <laughs> where he, he paid hush money to the uh, a myriad of women to not say anything. It was just, it was insane. It felt like it wasn't real. It felt like it was a drama, like a soap opera. Yeah. I, I mean, every time I hear about it, I'm like, I was like, how bad can this really get? I was like, he's already, honestly, like, he's already gone. Yeah, no, honestly, I, I only, I thought it would go away. I thought once the first one came out where it was alleged, it wasn't like fully confirmed. It was kind of like a rumor. I thought it would just go away. He would be quiet about it. And, you know, it would just be like, water under like the you, bridge. Like you figure for most like presidents and stuff. Like I feel like for all presidents and other like CEO and stuff, 
you feel like they're all cheating for some strange reason. You're like, well, oh, this person paid hush money for an affair, and you're just like, he seems like the type of guy. Exactly. Like that's just one of those things. Like <laughs> maybe it's part of like the job description. You you have to have a scandal <laughs> in order to be uh, higher wanna, up. <laughs> I don't want to say it's part of the job description, but like as you see it, you're just like, yeah. It's not you about see that it sense. so many times though. Like at what at some point you got to be like, yo, it's just all of them. Like they just do that shit. Yeah, honestly, some of them, you just look at them and you're like, yeah, he's definitely cheating. <laughs> yeah, and it was it he's was like, weird is- too because um. All that was going down, but he was still married to his wife. And then in a recent interview with, uh, you know who Pat McAfee is? Yeah. So he has... I'll do a a quick description of the Pat McAfee. For a sports fan, is the former Pro Bowl, like all-star kicker for the Indianapolis Colts. For media standpoints, he is now a host of his own show. And also a commentator announcer for now for SmackDown. Yeah. Who also he's also now working for ESPN for college football season. Yeah, he's he's stepping away from SmackDown temporarily to do this, uh-huh. and then he's gonna come back once he. It was crazy too. He said he would he would have done both, like literally, because yeah. SmackDown is on Friday, and then I, what was it? Uh, game day is on on Saturday. So literally, yeah, right after of... SmackDown, he would have flew out to do to... the next mm-hmm. show. Like that's crazy. Yeah, and he was he he was willing to do it because like he would. So it's pretty much he does SmackDown. He flies out to, so he does his show. He had he has a regular show that he does like a regular TV radio show. Yeah, I'm not sure what channel, but I know like they release it on YouTube. And mm-hmm. uh, he does regular, he does it from Monday through Friday, and then Friday it ends. His show the show ends stops airing around a, one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So he go, catches a fight that Friday night, that Friday afternoon, and goes straight to wherever SmackDown they're hosting SmackDown because he's a he's a commentator for SmackDown. Yeah. So he'll go straight from there to there, and then what his thing was like once that show went off the air and he did everything he needed to do, he would catch another flight to the nearest airport to whatever college campus that college game day was at. So like, and yeah. they travel and they travel everywhere. Yeah. So they it's like so like if he had to go. I think this weekend, last the weekend that just passed, they were in Texas. Yeah. So whatever, I think SmackDown. I I don't know where SmackDown was. I'm somewhere upstate, somewhere up north. I don't know. Something tells me they're like close to New York. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of another. Maybe I'm thinking of something. Wherever they are now, you would have to take a flight and then fly down to Texas to go to Texas University campus. Yeah, that's that's, that's insane. What, but that's dedication, though. That's how you could tell that he's serious about what he wants to do there. Because yeah. a lot of guys that they they get in for a cup of coffee, and they don't care about, it, they don't do research, they don't, you know, they they just it's just a paycheck to them. And that was going on for a while over the past few years where they were trying to find commentators, and they would get these uh. outside people to come in, but like they would screw up the names, they wouldn't say the moves right, it, they would just be like it it, it felt awkward. Whereas oh, with he, Pat McAfee, like he he knows his shit. He cares. He like he took time as so as like for, as an NFL player, he was forced to watch film. You could tell that he's looked at stuff. He's like, well, it's supposed to, like this is this, so I know this, right? And but he also he has like the gift of gab, which also helps him out immensely because he can just like spot things and call it out and and riff on it in an instant, and it's not like he has to think about it. And that's oh, probably he's... why he got the job that he did. No, he's like I said. He's he's always been 
Yeah. I was like, he's always been like this. That's what I you heard. Know, if, if you all, if you ever like, other than like his show that he does on TV or or his his like radio his radio show, his radio TV show, it's so weird to say that because it's pretty much a radio show just filmed for TV. Yeah, it's yeah. But uh, he's uh, even before that. Like, uh, if you go back and listen to his teammates, they all they always make jokes. Like he was, he's always been like that in yeah. like in the locker room and stuff. That's why. I mean, that could, even that could be a good uh, thing or a bad thing, though. He has a lot of good. He has a lot of. He's never had any. He has enemies in the NFL, but like some people are just like that. Like no matter. True. Like as as honestly, you can't go. There's nowhere you could go where you won't like. If you always have a good time, someone's always gonna be mad at you for something. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like you can be like as a personal thing. Like it's you can just you can just be yourself, but someone's gonna be like, I don't like that guy. Yeah, that's just how things go. Or as now in the world, as the public will be, it'd be like, if you don't got haters, you ain't really popping. That's uh, that's that's also true. <laughs> but um, anyway, so <laughs> Vince McMahon was re- on his podcast like a few months ago. Yeah. And uh, during that podcast, he alluded to him and his wife being separated. And that, I feel like, kind of started turning the gears in people that like, oh, uh, something must have happened. That led to them splitting because he said something like when he was talking about the past, he said, oh, my wife at the time. And we were just like, at the time, I thought he was still married. But like nobody really talked about it because they thought it was, oh, maybe, you know, he's old. He probably just misspoke or whatever. But Mm. (laughs) yeah, once once that got out, people started to think that something else was going to come out. And lo and behold, they were right. Yeah. And that that day. It was such like a, a a freaking whirlwind when he actually retired. I was what? in New Jersey at that time, honestly. Really? I was heading to New Jersey to hang out with friends. Oh. Hang out with it, and uh, I remember I was on I was on the train or the bus. Not sure which one I was on, but I was heading there because I I wasn't able to I wasn't driving at the time. Yeah. So I was heading there, and then they're like, and there were just a lot of videos on YouTube. It, it showed, I want you to know how, and like, it was on YouTube. It was on Bleacher's Report. Yeah. Like, for sports stuff, it showed up on Bleacher's Report that Vince McMahon retired and no longer heads and no longer heads WWE. I was like, what? No, it was funny because when, when I was at work at the time, and they did it, they did it on Friday after the market, the, the stock market closed, because they knew, yep. he knew, or they knew, that as soon as he made that announcement, that's that stock was gonna drop. So they did it after it closed to prevent damage because that was that was gonna be a nightmare. Show. But um, yeah. So I was at work and I remember I was I was already like finishing up. I was scrolling Twitter and I saw the tweet from him from Vince McMahon. I'm like, oh, he got hacked. Somebody hacked him, <laughs> or or it was a fake Twitter account. You know, you've come across those, I'm sure. Yeah, where you see a a big news story and you got to look at the Twitter handle to make sure that it's not like misspelled slightly to make you think that because that's happened to me a few times. Um, Gotta look for that check, baby. Yeah, so like I looked at it, I saw the check, I was like, okay, let me click on it, let me see what the comments are saying, because you know you kind of get like confirmation. And even um the news like the the wrestling news reporter, there's a guy named um Sean Rossap. He uh yes. he he he's very like reputable within like the wrestling news community. Uh-huh. So he commented and he's like, "I had to do like a triple take to make sure that this wasn't fake." And I was like, "Yo, this is real." 
and at, at at that moment i called my brother because like he's also like into wrestling and i called him we had like a like a 10 minute conversation like yo what the fuck is gonna what's going on and i posted <laughs> in like the group chat it was it was crazy that day i was gonna forget that day I remember, like, it just, like, as I'm doing, it came up on Bleacher Report. I was like, what? No way. And then it was, then you wrote on the thing. I was like, oh, this is really happening. And then, like, ten minutes, five minutes later, it was, like, taking over. It will be, like, Stephanie McMahon and then Triple H will be leading the, uh, will be leading the creative creative and, like, the whole wrestling side of it. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) It's about to get real. Yeah, no, shoot. It's about to, and, and it did. Like, things are changing, like, very rapidly given how much has changed over the years and honestly it's a breath of fresh air because i i can't remember before then the last time i sat down and watched a show fully i always kept in touch in um in touch about like what's going on like with results and on twitter mm-hmm. and podcasts or whatever yeah, but time. I never actually sat down and watched the show in so long. Outside of I, like the night of after WrestleMania or WrestleMania and pay per views. Yeah, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think last week was the first day, the first time in maybe a decade or so, maybe more than a decade actually, maybe a decade and more years that I literally sat down. I think I watched the whole episode of SmackDown. I was like, look at this, look, look at this go. Yeah. Because I didn't want to waste. I didn't want to watch three hours. Three hours is a lot to watch. Yeah, I, like, I can't. Yeah, it, it's a good show. It's a better show than it was after Triple H took still, over. It's still three hours. It's still fucking three hours. Like that's like I can't. I can't watch for. I look. Let's be honest. I can't watch basketball for three hours. Like let's not make it like it's just that. Yeah, it's it's a lot to ask. Which I'm. I don't know how realistic it is. I hope they can bring it down to two hours somehow. But I'm pretty sure that's a, a USA call. USA yeah. Network call. Um, I can't like, I can't, I can't watch something for three hours. I can't watch, I can't watch basketball. I can't watch my favorite. I can't watch YouTube for three hours without <laughs> like doing something else. I can't do anything for three hours without getting bored, playing video games, watching TV shows, anything. Like if I if I hit that three hour mark, I'm be like, yo, I can't. I need to do something else. I hit three hours on any. I'm not. I'm not 16 anymore. I can't play. Like I can play when I was sixteen, I can play video games for twelve to ten hours. Yes, twenty eight. I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> and the thing, the sad part is, we're not even that old, but still. Well, it's not even about being that old. My brain just registers. You're like, yo, bro, you've been here for three hours. Like you've been here for an hour and thirty minutes. You're not gonna do anything else. I'm like, right. I should be doing something else. Yeah, that's how it is for me. Like that's why I can't really do a lot of. I can't binge pretty much. Because I always feel like I should be doing something better with my time, but then I don't. So it's like, why did I even think that? <laughs> I think I think I bi- I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I binged one time this year, and I was wa- and tell you the truth, I was watching car- I was watching an anime that a friend suggested for me. Mm, what anime like, was should- that? Yeah, I'm not gonna say that all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it that kind of anime? No, it I starts just don't with wanna- an H. No, not that. <laughs> It was not that. I just don't want you. I just don't want y'all on my ass. That's all right. I, I watch whatever I want. I don't need y'all judging me today. Ain't no judgment. At least not for me. I don't know about anybody else. But it was not. It was not. It's not one of those that starts with an H. It was a. It's, <laughs> it's more. It was like a slice of life comedy. A friend. A friend recommended. A, a friend. I'm not gonna say her name, but she recommended it to me because I was like looking for something to watch. She's like, "Why don't you watch this? It's on Hulu." 
and it was like 12 it was like maybe 15 episodes yeah and i watched like i remember i watched like eight straight maybe yeah well i mean and, so sidebar speaking of anime have you mm-hmm. seen the new uh edge runners cyberpunk edge runners anime no so so you know the game is. cyberpunk right yes i do so they released uh, a spin-off on Netflix, but it's an anime that takes place in the world, but it also ties back into the game. Like they just updated the game to feature the characters that are in the the anime and there's like oh, a yeah. mission with them or whatever. I uh, I've heard a lot of good things and I'm very excited to watch it because I I do like anime, but they people are saying like this is like perfect. Oh, oh so, maybe I'll look into it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, that's it. I think uh, I don't know what was the last. I, I'm now back. I'm starting up some old stuff again. Like I took the time to catch up to One Piece to get to a thousand episodes. Mm, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> I already like, did. I, I already, I already reached the thousand episode mark. Oh, really? I, I, yeah, I've been, I, I've been on and off with it for a long time. Oh, I was gonna say because like, so no, my, I, my. No, my, I, my, I, Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've definitely I've I've been staying up and on ever since like the time skip. I've been like on and off of it. Like I won't watch it for like a couple a few weeks and then I'll binge all of it at one go just to catch up again. Yeah. My it's not, we're back to the time where I need to start binging all the episodes again. So you know, let's I'm, yeah. at, I'm at literally at an episode a thousand. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, no, my fiance, she watched it through but she like she can binge. She's like a master binger. Literally, like she'll she'll watch it or have it on in the background, and she'll just glance upon it. Cause a lot she told me that a lot of the episodes are kind of like retellings of other episodes. Yeah, some yeah from some like of different them are. perspectives. Honest, One Piece is one of those shows. One Piece is one of those shows where it doesn't have a lot of filler. So like technically, every episode's almost like every episode something new is happening. But then a part of you is like, do we really need to go into that many detail about this one fucking thing? Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. They just get so into the details that it's just like, okay, enough. I get, there's a fight going on. I don't need to know how many punches this guy threw. It's so, it's so, like, it's so, like, it's so much madness. Because, like, and a part of you are just like, oh, okay, like, this is happening in the story, and this led to this. But, like, one of these is one of the shows where, like, okay... This led to this because of this, and then because of that. See, now this is why you got here because of this, and you're just like, I didn't really. Need it. And then you realize you're like, you know, I appreciate the con, I appreciate them explaining everything what happened in here, but yeah. you're like, I really don't need to know all of that though. <laughs> yeah, you're it's, like, oh, this person interrupted like the overwhelming. fight. Overwhelming. They're like, this person interrupted the fight, but here's why they interrupted the fight and how they got to interrupt the fight and the fight they had to do before they got there. And the internal struggle they had before they even did this, and I'm like, I'll give a single fuck about. And then you're like, I'll give a single fuck about this dude's internal struggle. Honestly, like he did it. How about that? Let's move on. Anyway, getting getting back into wrestling. <laughs> so have have you watched AEW at all? Not fully, but I've watched some. I've had, I've seen some things. That I know I know a lot of AEW, aka All Elite Wrestling. All elite wrestling. So I've I've tried to give it a shot every few, um, like every few times, like when there's a big moment or a big match or whatever. 
But I don't know. For some reason, it's just not clicking with me. Like, I get why people like it. And I am kind of jealous that they could get to enjoy it as much as they do. I actually, I went to their first New York show when they came here. And that that was a great show. But it was way too long. Like, because what, <laughs> the, what they do is... And I've been to multiple. I've I've been to live shows for WWE as well. So oh, same. They record. They record both their shows in one go, don't they? Yeah, AEW records Dynamite, uh, AEW Dark, and Rampage like all in one go. Jesus. They used That's to sick. not. Yeah, they used to not. They used to do Rampage and Dynamite separate. But I, I mean, I get it. It's because of like cost it's more cost effective just to tape everything all in one go but damn it's fucking exhausting like honestly, we they should, what honestly they should just do what wwe do and just make it two show, two separate shows with separate rosters and see stuff. people i think for it. i think that's a good idea like if you expand rampage to two hours split the roster because they got a shit ton of people as it is um, yeah a shit ton of people they got a fuck ton of fucking uh belts and titles they got yeah do this yeah no they definitely could it's just for whatever reason people don't like the idea of a brand split which i do the only reason i didn't like it was when they undermined it so like with when wwe did it at first i it was in so at first they did it in the beginning they kept it like serious but then eventually they stopped i want to say the best implementation was in 2016 when when SmackDown went live, and it was on Tuesday, so it was Raw Monday and then SmackDown on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I feel like those both of those shows, mostly SmackDown, were like firing on all cylinders because they it felt like those were actually separated shows competing with each other. I honestly think that's when uh that's when I started to get back into it. When they called SmackDown the land of opportunity, yes, where yeah, anything but- happened when it was like AJ, AJ, AJ- Styles. Yeah, AJ Styles had just entered the WWE and he was like leading the charge. Yeah, uh, Dean, Dean, well, John now, but Dean Ambrose at the time. Yeah. So yeah, if they if we they were to take that concept and bring it into like Dynamite and Rampage and split those rosters and have them be like kind of their pseudo competition, I feel like it would be a lot easier for people to digest, especially for me, because a lot of times. Things fall through the cracks, and it's just like one guy who's there on Dynamite one week will be gone for like three weeks and then just randomly show up again and trying to continue the story. And it's just like it becomes too much to handle, and I get some people can do it, but for me, I I need that, not instant gratification, but I need that constant, uh, like drip feed of storyline in order for me to be invested because otherwise i'm just i'm you're gonna lose me i think that was one of the main issues when it came to people backstage at AEW. it's like so those are like those are the only places AEW has a lot of issues has a lot of issues backstage other than the other stuff we're gonna get to but like a lot of their a lot of their people employed were very upset that they were like they were promised this amount of screen time but yeah. weren't getting any like they would get like one match one week and then like they'd be off of air for all shows for three weeks. Right. And they're just like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, it's like maybe I should just 
maybe I should have just stayed on where I was. It wouldn't be this bad. Yeah, and that that's that's the issue because what and I I can't really fault them for this because if I was in the same position, I probably would have been tempted to do it as well. When WWE was releasing so many guys, they took them in. Like it was like, how are you not gonna sign these guys? How are you gonna not sign guys like uh, uh, John Moxley or Daniel Bryan and Alistair Black, Keith Lee? Like all these guys are dropping from WWE, getting fired. You have to, you have to pick them up. Like they're they're too good of a talent to leave as a free agent. And that's honestly where I feel. That's like I said. I really felt like they should have just picked up. They should have just made it two separate shows. Yeah, and that, just had like the thing. Honestly, the idea of having two separate shows just to go against each other is just a good idea in general. It is, and but like I said, a lot of people don't like it. But I feel like if they tried it, then people would get used to the idea. It's just they don't want to try it for whatever reason. Yeah, but so actually, bro, I want to actually talk about thing because we're uh, almost at the hour point. We right. never really got to talk about the issue CM Punk is having right now with the. Oh his- right, so um, so just to to make a long story short, because it 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 goes a lot into CM Punk's past with Colt Cabana. That's that's a lot in itself because they, they had a whole lawsuit against WWE for like net gross negligence and all that stuff. So they have issues, and they're both in AEW, but. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, CM Punk's main issue was that he felt disrespected by a specific person in Adam Hangman Page, who is like a younger guy. He's he was like he at the start of AEW, so he's kind of like one of the pillars of that company, along with the the EVPs, the 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 Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. So he's like. He's like friends with them. They they call themselves the elite. Yes, which is how they got the name All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. So those exactly. guys they started they started a company, but they were already they had come up with their own team name called the Elite. Yeah. And which consists of a lot of people, a lot of people that are not in the, are in it anymore, but still people. Yeah. So CM Punk, um, him being like the veteran in the locker room. He, you know, I mean, does what other veterans do. They try to give advice to the younger guys or whatever. And uh, Adam Page, very openly, I think he said it on TV. I'm not entirely sure. So, um, uh, I'll give, so apparently there is. So Adam Hangman Page and CM Punk were like going at each other for the main title. Oh, yeah, they had a feud. Yeah. But and apparently in one of the, like the, the segments when it aired on TV, apparently uh, Adam brought up his relationship with Colt, Mister Cabana. Okay, right. And apparently that rubbed Punk, that rubbed CM Punk the wrong way, and he was very upset about it. Not and only not Punk's- only that, but um, there was also the fact that Adam Page. He's very open about the fact that he doesn't like taking advice from quote unquote veterans. Yeah, because he wants to learn his own way, which is fine. People, yeah, how people are. it's understandable. But apparently, so whatever he said on TV, on TV, so this got aired in a segment. So ever since then, their relationship has been all over the place. But uh, there's also been a few other things that led to that. But this was, I want to say, this was. I don't remember what what time. This is definitely like in the start of the year, 
but CM Punk has held on to it for that long of a time until right. I want to say August, where CM Punk That's, had yeah. CM Punk had beaten him for the title, and now he lost the title due to an injury, and he was coming back to get it. Yeah, and when one of his one of the times he was coming back to get it, he had used. He had ranted and he had called out. He had called Adam Page out to come get a title match, knowing that he really couldn't do anything about it because he wasn't planning to show up at all. Right. And then that was ending. So he did that. That led to more problems, which then led to the the ETPs, Executive Vice Presidents, which is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, to try to step in and stuff. And then again, apparently, CM Punk did not like that either. Yeah, which then apparently he had. I think they had like their biggest. They had their biggest show it was like WrestleMania for WWE. All, all they had out. Their, yeah, they had all out, which is their WrestleMania. Yeah, when they had like a little press conference where people just asked some questions, see how they're doing. Where CM Punk went on a rant and called Adam Page a dumb fuck, and yeah. he said people and we want to use people who, for lack of a term, want to be called e- EVPs, executive vice presidents. When they couldn't manage a, when they couldn't manage dumb stuff, he, I don't remember the the. He said like a, uh, he said like I don't remember exactly what it was like a fast food chain or something like that. Yeah, like they couldn't at manage Wendy's a, or McDonald's or something like they, that. Yeah, like they they're not they're not fit to be in the position they are. That was pretty much right. what he said. They're just yeah. not fit to be in that position. So after he went on a giant rant about that, a lot. I want you to know he did this rant with the owner. The owner yes. of the promotion right next that, to him. That was the most awkward part of it, that the owner, the CEO, he, is sitting right he, there and just letting he, it happen. And, like, and not like he, and like, I'm pretty sure in his mind, he's like, I'm not sure if this is. So like, there's times where like sometimes this wrestling and reality can get blended. So I'm sure in his mind, he's like, is he doing this like to, to start something that I'm not aware of? Because like, as an owner and CEO, you don't really know what the writers have and what they told people. Right. You're just kind of trying to go along with it to see what happens. And he was he was just sitting there with the most awkward face. He was like, yeah. oh, oh. You know, oh. I have I have a theory. I don't know if I posted it in the chat. Um uh, I have a theory that before the press conference, I think because CM Punk is known for shooting and and going off script or whatever. Um, I think Tony, Tony Khan, he asked CM Punk, like, hey, I want you, I want you to throw another pipe bomb. Like, don't tell me what you're gonna say, just just lay it on me. But he wasn't prepared for what CM Punk was about to unleash. And that's yeah. what led to this whole situation. No, no one really <laughs> I was like, I don't think anyone was. So after he laid out this rant on TV, on everything. He laid out a full rant. So after that, he went back to the locker room. The the executive vice president that he spoke of wanted to talk to him yeah. because the vice presidents are wrestlers themselves. And, you know, some people just know, if you have an issue with me, like, come talk to me and we'll figure this out together as, as men. Right. So they went, they went to his locker room, tried to talk to him. Apparently, he didn't let them in. This reported, but apparently they they forced themselves into it, and apparently the exchange got so heated that CM Punk decided he wanted to punch one of the people when he punched one of the young bucks, right. one of the, v- the ETPs. 
I think it was Nick. I think he punched Nick, and then that just led out to an all brawl. Yeah. Which and I think his to... friend, I can't remember his name, but his like friend and, and his, his like trainer. manager. His or trainer. was his trainer? His trainer name is Ace. He bit Ace. He bit yes. one of the other. He bit Kenny Omega. <laughs> he bit one of the other vice presidents, Kenny Omega. He bit Kenny Omega and threw a chair at the other vice president. <laughs> that I don't know how is... I don't know how serious a fight's gonna get. I don't I've never been part of a fight. I've been part of a lot of fights. Personally. I've been I seen a bar fight or two. I seen a bar fight one or two. I've never seen a chair get thrown. <laughs> I mean that you gotta you gotta be really angry at the person to throw a freaking chair at him. Not only did he throw a chair, he grabbed Kenny, the vice president, by the hair and bit him. Yeah, that's that's very I excessive. I don't understand the fight that was happening. I've never been I've never seen that part of a fight. Yeah. I don't like you only resort to that. That's not even a fight. Badly. That's that's freaking a scrap. Like that's that's just like street fighting or whatever. Like you don't do that unless you're really losing. Like yeah. seriously losing. Yeah. But yeah, though that's that whole thing is it's still unraveling as we speak because we don't know what's gonna happen. Uh the all the vice presidents have been suspended. Yeah, CM Punk yeah. is injured again, but technically he's yeah. not been suspended yet. But there's talk that he might be leaving, like on his own accord. He might be, yeah. He's either he's leaving or he might be fired, or he might be fired. Something that he's just not going to return, but that hasn't been confirmed yet. Yeah, everyone, everyone has been, everyone has been suspended, including the well, the producers who were involved, producers yeah. that were trying to stop it. They were suspended for a while, but I heard like yesterday they are all back. Oh, uh, and they're also they're doing a report. Which uh, a lot of people who were there are going to be interviewed to see, like, witnesses to see what really happened. They want to make sure everything's together. Right. It's it's insane. The best. (laughs) I mean, it is very interesting. And I remember when it happened, like, that was all I saw on Twitter. I, I, the funny, I want to know the funniest thing for those who were used to watch wrestling. uh, Chris Jericho, very old, is is part of All Elite Wrestling. So when the fight was happening, the owner and CEO... Oh, he was out there, wasn't he? He was talking... He was with Tony Kong in the media session having a press conference. So he... Chris Jericho finishes his whole interview with everybody. and And then as he's leaving, he hugs Tony Kong and whispers in his ear, like, hey... Uh, people are fighting. Like, uh, people are fighting backstage. <laughs> and, and Tony looks at him like, "What for real?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, he didn't know what to do." That's like that's like when uh, Bush got the the news that the World Trade Center was was uh, hit. That he's like, and "What?" <laughs> and sometimes you just don't know. And that and Katrina. Oh like, yeah. Bush? So like, has anyone seen President Bush since Hurricane Katrina? And everyone's like, no. <laughs> like, he's, he, he's somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. Well, as we come to a close, I thought that we could play a little game called, okay. uh, well, I don't have a name for it, but I have a list of, because like I said before, that. Um, I got into like the backstage aspect of stuff and I started like knowing the terms and the lingo and stuff like that. So I have a a list of wrestling terms and Uh I want to 
get your what you think they mean. Let's go. Alright, so I'm only gonna do a few because I I literally have like a lot of words, but we don't have that much time. Um, No better trivia. Let's get it popping. (laughs) Alright, so first term is what is a mark? Why do I have a few I want you to know in my mind I was like he's gonna say what's a mark? (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's the most common one. I honestly don't know what that means. I've heard it I heard it a few times. Uh so I'm guessing a mark is just kind of like a person who doesn't know anything. Um, He's just like, is just an unknown person, just like a wannabe, I guess. Kind of. So a mark is basically somebody who is very into the, um, the aspect of wrestling itself. And is kind of like oblivious to everything else that's going around like for example like we were just talking about the whole cm punk thing a mark for cm punk for example would take his side and just completely disregard everything and anything that's that happened leading up to it after whatever that would be considered a mark so somebody who's into something regarding wrestling too much to the point where they just don't even it's like tunnel vision Ah, uh, so the people that we so pretty much fanatics. Pretty much, yeah, very overly fanatics. Yeah, it fanatics. can be it can be used as a derogatory thing for some. I could, no, I can tell because like to me, it's like you have tunnel vision. So it's like some people with like certain sports fans, like NBA, sort of certain sports teams, like NBA, football, basketball, or some people in political parties where they're like. They're like so wrapped up that in their political beliefs that they don't see anything else. Yeah, exactly. So like, and even wrestlers can be considered marks for themselves. Like notoriously, Bret Hart was considered a mark for himself because he uh-huh. b- he believed he could do no wrong. He was always in the right. But anyway, that's, that that honestly, that's we just, could do a whole freaking episode on Bret Hart. But that's just being <laughs> a narcissist at that point. That's yeah, I, I mean that's that's yeah. <laughs> You okay. always gotta know you're doing something wrong. So, okay. next term. To uh-huh. get over. Uh, to be popular. Yes, correct. Um, what is a mid-carder? A mid-carder is a person who's not, like, head... So, like, uh, I'm gonna put this in boxing terms. Mm-hmm. So, like, boxing terms, you have, like, the headliners, like Floyd Money Mayweather, right. uh, UCC Conor McGregor, Muhammad Ali for boxing again. Anderson Silver for MMA. Like those are the headliners, but what you have in the middle card, the middle carders are the people that are under. They're like they're yeah. wrestling on the same night, but they're just not the main they're not the reason why you go, but they keep you entertained. They're good. They're yep. still good in their profession, but you know, they're just not the main people you really want to watch. There's nothing yep. wrong with them. They're just not as good as other people. One hundred percent correct. Um, so what is a baby face? The baby face in this term is supposed to be the good guy. Yeah, there you go. Because they, um, they got a they got a baby face, and you think they're cute, and you want to. Ch- they they're supposed to be very favorable. So sidebar, sidebar. Do you know what they used to call him before baby face? Oh, I was just gonna say face. That's well, that's like a shorter term to say. That's usually what they say now. But before know. Babyface, they used to call him Blue Eyes. Because back in the day, 
you know how like the 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 model person blonde hair blue eyes blue eye, yeah. yeah so that was back in like the 50s or whatever so back when racism was uh I mean, okay. it's still around, it's still but, <laughs> but it was much it's more just, out in the obvious. open. Yeah, <laughs> it was much um, more clear then. So much more clear at the time. Yeah. Um. What is a receipt? A receipt is a. It's like a. It's like payback. Yes. Nah. Good. Didn't think you'd know that one. Uh huh. Um. What is a no sell? I know I'm so I know what a cell is mostly because I was watching a YouTube video like before we started this and uh, they were talking about selling. Mm. So I know what a cell is. So I guess a no cell is when you don't like you don't you don't act like you're hurt or you act like the move didn't you you kind of act like the move didn't hurt you. Yeah. Like if someone drops you like if you get body slammed you get right back up and look at them like is that all you got? Yeah. Like, so it's like that. You're like you're supposed. To, you're supposed to make everyone believe that the move hurt, but you're like you just stand right back. I'm like, nah, just no sell it. There, there was um, an infamous moment in um, it was I don't I can't remember exactly which WrestleMania, but it was the Ultimate Warrior versus Triple H. But then he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, uh-huh. and he hit him with the pedigree, and Ultimate Warrior literally just got up and looked at his face. <laughs> like that was his finisher and you just got up <laughs> it's like i guess he was ultimate yeah. warrior but goddamn uh, he had to make him angry at that point yeah all right yeah, the, there was some time, time where people were weird yeah um next term is get color oh that i don't know at all really no take a guess get colored to get color I feel like that's like bleeding. Like you got like ooh. right. That's actually that's what it is. Wow. Okay. No, Took a shot in the dark there. Yeah, contact clues is a bitch, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't have been too obvious with that, but it's all right. It's not your fault. Like get color. I'm like, well, most people are black and white. Oh, like they're they prefer them man, like their race. And the only color thing I see in Dodo in like wrestling is blood. Yeah. Well, that's like that. <laughs> That was that was just me knowing. There's nothing to do with you. Um. All right. So, what is a push? Oh, that I know. A push is like uh. So as as I said before, WWE is scripted. A push is when you want to make someone like popular and get over. So yep. you try to make them get like a streak of wins. Yes. To like lead to like to possibly lead to a title or something like that. Like you're getting pushed to a title. Yeah. Um. What is kayfabe? Is that not just is that not just faking? So yes, but it it's it's more of a broader term. It means Fake. so it I means the, I got, I have an idea what it is. I just don't know the meaning. So I'm gonna, I'm a I'm a default. On this. You're gonna default. All right. So kayfabe is essentially what you would refer to as canon. So like okay. when you say the canon of. A movie or uh, an anime or a TV show, or whatever. When you say, "Oh, that's canon," that's not canon. Kayfabe is essentially that. So, like when when you keep kayfabe, you're keeping the canon of the character. Um, oh, okay, I got, I got. Yeah. It so that's basically what it is. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you right now. As I said earlier in the episode, I was watching football. I'm pretty sure I just watched this dude's ribs get broken. 
<laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that's not joking. <laughs> hey, the, he's the he's a quarterback of the team playing of the Chargers. Yeah, he's not going up. He's just grabbing his sides. He's like, nah, he's he's not getting up no more. That's no good. Yeah, he. I'm pretty. I don't know if his ribs are broken. He might have just got the wind knocked out of him, but he is. He's hurting. All right. As, as someone well, who's got no wind knocked out of him before, that shit hurts. Let's let's do let's do three more. Let's go. All right. So, what is a squash match? A squash match is when one person destroys the other person in about a minute or s- in a minute. Yeah. Like yeah. the other person, the person gets squashed. Like the person's supposed to look completely strong in it. Yeah. Very uh, popular. Very popular term is when you use like, oh, this person is from the local town that the show's shooting from. <laughs> yeah. Like this, like we're here in Baltimore, it's and right here is the local local talent, John from Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, it's usually it. reserved for people who they want to push. <laughs> no. Um. All right. What is a pop? A pop is a crowd reaction. Yeah. There you go. All right. Last one. What is or yeah? What is a booker? The fuck? Like Booker T? That's a black no. man. <laughs> no. He's a, a black man. I'm a sorry. Booker. Not Booker <laughs> T. A booker. A booker? I'm guessing someone who writes and like confirms the matches. They tell people like what, what like the match is going to be and how it's going to end. That's exactly right. See, okay. you did a good job. <laughs> Honestly, I, I have a, a way more, but we'd be here forever. Oh, but Jesus. good job, you th- you did very good. I, I'm I, on fucking fire, bitches. I thought, I mean, granted, you you do have some knowledge of wrestling, but a lot of people really don't know these. Like they'll they'll know some words, but oh, most but, most of these, if oh, I no. asked anybody, they'd probably be like, "What the fuck?" No, they probably wouldn't get it. But also, as someone who was like, who like once I see a sport and I take any interest in it. I want to learn as much as many terms as possible about it. I am one of the, I am one of those people. Like I know some terms for diving, like diving, for really? gymnastics. And oh, like if I if I get it, if I take time and I look at it, I'm like I want to know what this is. I'm gonna find out. Well, that's, <laughs> I'm going. That's I'm, that's interesting. Man, I am a I am a sports head to the death. Yeah, I wish I could be, but that's yeah, another not- that's another story for another day. Honestly, it's not that fun. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I don't I don't have the time to dedicate to sports because I feel like people get so into it and they just like they drop everything. They get so in, especially like when it's the season or if they get into multiple sports. Oh my god! Yeah, like uh, Jay is a it's September now, so uh, when Jay hears this, he is fully dedicated to the baseball baseball, to baseball MLB the, time. The yeah. Is it the playoffs? Yeah, it's the so for baseball. The it's not it's playoffs. Called, it's uh, it's called the we're in September, so it's called the hunk for October, which is pretty much just to get into the postseason. What the, they have a name for it? I forgot what it's called. Postseason. No playoffs. But isn't it playoffs? Is it playoffs? I feel like there's another name. Playoff for baseball. Playoffs like for any sport. Once you get do the regular season, like everyone gets to play. They take like the top teams in every conference, like East and West. Yeah. And they go to the playoffs. 
which is like, all right, everyone's playing to get eliminated to go to the championships. So like that's pretty much what it means. That's pretty much what it is. I I mean I uh, assume that's what it is for like every sport. I just felt yeah. like for whatever reason baseball had its own terminology. But so ba- so baseball likes baseball calls it the postseason, and uh, the so when you're heading into the postseason, which is when they play in October and November to decide a champion, it's called the postseason. But it's also called the hunt for October for where we're in, like just to get into the regular season, just yeah. to get into the postseason and playoffs. But it's it's just pretty much the playoffs. Baseball calls it the postseason. Um, football and basketball call it the playoffs, especially uh, especially basketball, where like you get a, like you play one team for a series. Sometimes it's five. Sometimes it's uh, like the best of seven, best of five games. First person to win three, worst person to win four gets like gets to move on to the next round. Yeah, tournament. It's a tournament. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. Sports is a uh, in uh, uh yeah soccer MLS Major League of Soccer for America also does it too. They have their own playoffs. I think their playoffs is actually about to start very soon. Mom, okay. Because you know, uh, soccer for us happens in the spring, but once our soccer is over, overseas soccer stop. Yeah, happens that, too. now that's that's like big. People get that's into intense. that shit. That's intense. Yeah. <laughs> That's some real. I can't. I like. I that's one sport. Like I can't really. Again, I can't really sit and watch something for two to three hours like that. Like three hours like that. But like I can hearing the people cheer and stuff like that. Some people just be at it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like if you have the atmosphere, it makes it easier. But just sitting there watching it like by yourself, it's. it's yeah. As a per- as a personal sports fan, uh, if you're ever gonna go watch a baseball game, uh, I'm more of. A, I'm gonna tell you personally to go. Uh, on weekdays from like Monday through Friday, go to Yankee games if you're in New York City. Always go to New York because Yankee fans in the uh in the day in the weekdays is the best atmosphere. Yeah, like it's nonstop cheering. You feel welcome if you're the other team. Even if you're like cheering for the other team, you still feel like they won't really like you feel like they won't do anything to you. They're just really welcoming to you, and you have you have a lot of fun. If you're going for the weekend. Uh, I would say go to a Mets game. Apparently, like Mets games are more fun on the weekend because people have free time. Weekday games, mad boring. To to spin it back into wrestling, just one last time. Um, go to WWE matches. Yes, not not ones that are taped though. Go to ones that are not taped. They're more fun, not taped. Yeah, go to the live events, which are like the ones where they don't do TV. Granted, oh. TV is still better. Like. I, I feel TV is better live than watching it, even if it th- it is three hours. Just yeah, seeing the get, live wrestling is is a lot better. But yeah, but you get you get so much more fun stuff now. Yeah, no, if you go not to the, if it's not recorded TV wise, you get like some more. You get funner matches and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more engaging than yeah, uh, the TV yeah. aspect of it. The pro- and the wrestlers and the performers are like a lot more. They they feel a lot lot more relaxed and they're a lot more engaged with the fans. Yeah, they're not trying to do follow the script even, or whatever. Uh, even on the a wrestler we didn't get to talk about today, Mister Roman Reigns. There's some videos uh, of him at live shows. Him at live shows are like some of the funniest things. There's a he has a match. On the live show, and like in the middle of the match, he has like a mean stare down with a baby. Who's yeah, I him saw that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And like he, he and he keeps going back to this baby every five minutes. Yeah, no, baby, he, he's giving him the baby, he's giving him a mean mug, and he's like, yo, who? 
then he gives the baby the meme mug back in the middle of the match. He's like, mm. it's just there was one. Fun. There's one where I think it was um one of the like the Make a Wish kids. Um, it was around the time when he was feuding with John Cena, so they were doing some matches on the the live events, and uh, I think every now and again he would do that. He went to the Make a Wish kid and was like, "You really like this guy, John Cena?" <laughs> like, <laughs> and the kid was like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's, yeah so, it's really fun. It's, yeah, sometimes it's more like live events are more fun. Yeah, like some like some game, even in sports. So like if you have some shows that don't, some games that don't get like put on TV. Uh, as someone, I I want to so for certain sports before we end the thing. There's certain sports like baseball have a minor league system. Mm-hmm. I went to a minor league game for baseball. I never had so much fun getting called out for some dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Oh, you want to go on? Like, you want to go on the field and run the bases? Come on, let's do it right now in the middle of the game." Like, what? Like, damn. But yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's minor league. Last person is hard. They had a brunch. I want you let's I want this to be known. There's a team that does a brunch for in the middle of their game. Like their game will be playing or like if you bought tickets for the brunch, come up to the the, the suites. We got your bottomless mimosas ready for you. I'm oh, like, oh, I don't damn. think it's a good idea. <laughs> I mean yeah. I'll go. It was thirty <laughs> thirty dollars. Gotta do it next year. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's wrap this up because we, we, we can honestly go on for another hour, but it's getting late. I have, <laughs> uh, Jay has kids and I like sleep, so yes, <laughs> I have to, and I gotta put another whiskey bottle into the fridge to make it cold, so you know what I'm about to do. All right, tell them where they so, can reach us. Well, thank you all for listening. If you want to reach out to us, uh, send us an email at excuse me, brother podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at excuse underscore me underscore brother. That's uh, that ends with an A, not an ER. So brother with an A, not an ER. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Hit uh, you can write us in the DMs. I checked the DMs. I actually was having a conversation with someone in our DMs this afternoon today. Actually, hey, nice. Well, nothing serious to bring up on the, to bring on the podcast. But like I said, we're I'm very we're very interactive with it. Um, if you follow, please like and subscribe to us on YouTube at Excuse Me Brother Podcast on YouTube.com. Uh, everything is very welcome. If you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Overcast, the other, whatever I put this on, because I have a giant <laughs> list of things I don't look at. I just throw it on it and just hope for the best, honestly. Uh, if you're able to leave a comment, just tell us what you think. You know, we're always willing to listen to reviews. This has been the Excuse Me Brother podcast with your boy, Brother Tay, who sobered up from all the whiskey. He's probably going to drink more whiskey before he goes to bed. But that's enough. You know, you don't need to tell nobody about that. <laughs> producer Jay and we'll see you next week peace, love, violence peace, and love, one finger up the butt and soul train and static shock <laughs>